Well, it's good. You guys, you guys worship really well. Give yourselves a round of applause tonight. Come on. <laughs> that's that's what it's about. It's it's all about worship. Because worship, what really what worship is, is is your affection towards God. It's you loving God. And how many know that music is one of the most powerful things in the world? You guys agree with that? Yeah. And God has created music as a way to commune with us. It actually, like, I actually believe that God sang the world into existence. Hallelujah. When he spoke, there was an intention behind the words of God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. He actually sang, and it says in the Bible that he sings over you with songs of rejoicing. He's singing over you right now. Isn't that beautiful? It is. If you know how to harness music and how to give it as a gift to God, even if you don't know how to sing, it doesn't sound about that. It's, it's how God has created us to sing. It's such a beautiful thing. Music is so powerful. Could you go without music for like one year? I think I'd go crazy. I don't know if anybody here ever wonders before they make a decision like, is this the right decision for my life? We either like, we either think about it too much or don't think about it enough. You see what I'm talking about? There's like a happy place. And the thing is, when you're walking with God, when you start making decisions, you can actually consult him first. He's the best consultant you could ever find. Hallelujah. Every advice that God gives you will lead you in the right direction. So I want to challenge everybody here tonight to start asking God before you make, you know, big decisions. Start asking him. So how do you do that? You, you, you ask God a question and then he'll actually speak to you. You take your Bible, you look through your Bible, you start reading Hallelujah. Amen. God can speak to you that way. There's also a, a, a voice that God can speak to you. And I was so excited. Like I actually went, uh, I came out of my house uh, yesterday morning and I got the new computer as you see over there. Praise God for a new computer. I thank him. Amen. <laughs> and I was like, as I was walking down, I had my camera and I was thinking like, I have a good camera that I could film because I want to start doing like videos and stuff. But then I was like, I wish I had one of these, uh, one of these. Okay. So I, I'm walking down. I'm not joking. This is a real story. This happened like, Yesterday, I'm walking down my stairs and I, I saw a picture of myself holding a camera exactly like this. And I, and I saw myself like holding it. Okay. I get here. I'm just working. Someone came in and donated this exact camera. It's brand new. Really? And it works perfect. It's 4K. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So now, man, it, I'm telling you guys, it's been one thing after another. Like God, just it's kind of like a GoPro. It's 4K. And that, like I'm telling you, when you start living life with God and asking Him for what His will for you is in your life, He starts blowing your mind. I'm telling you. And we're going to look at some Bible verses tonight. It's one thing after another of God just showing His glory, just showing who He is. Anybody ever have something kind of like that happen where you, you thought of something and then you saw it after that? I believe those are like divine, godly moments. Have you ever had those moments where like it's, it's, it's not a coincidence. You're like, how did I just, how did I just like step, off, step into the, the train and, and like my son is right there. Remember that? Lisa? It's not just random. God has doors for you to open in. And I believe that when you open a door that God is asking you to open, you walk through it, there's a bunch of other doors. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then you're like, okay, God, which one? And then if you walk through another door, there's other doors that open. Hallelujah. But the other, the other thing is true is that you can, if you start going through the wrong doors... Amen? Then that leads to more wrongdoors. <laughs> but how does that happen? How do you go into wrongdoors? There's this thing called the Bible. Hallelujah. And the revelations that are in the Bible actually teach you into which doors to go through. Hallelujah. God's not trying to make you not have fun. He's trying to get you to walk through the right doors. Because when you start walking through the right doors, you have a lot more fun. I believe it. Hallelujah. Amen. You might have some bad times. But eventually, even if like Jesus went on the cross, he actually rose up from the grave and now he's alive. And now he is in eternal bliss. Hallelujah. Come on. Heaven is bliss in a concentrated form. Jesus emanates bliss. Anybody here ever encountered Jesus and you're like, this is the best thing I've ever felt? Anyone? Come on. I'm telling you, when you get to heaven, when you're going to be around Jesus, he's going to be emanating the substance of love. And it's, it's not just a concept, it's not just a thought, it's an actual, uh, it's a feeling, you could feel it, you could actually, you could probably see the colors of it. It says uh, around his throne there's a rainbow. Hallelujah. Man, can we get excited about good things? There's a lot of bad things, but there's a lot of good things that are ahead for us. And he is our hope. He's the hope. Can you say that? He's my hope. He's my hope. <laughs> what is hope? Hope is, is hope is what actually can keep you going 
in times of trouble. Without hope, what happens? Trust. Failure. You, if, well, trust is kind of like hope. But without hope, you give up. You can fall into despair. When you can anchor yourself on the hope, not just of eternal life and not just of eternal salvation, but if you can hang on to the hope of this Bible verse that says all things are working out for the good of those who love God. That is a hope magnet. Because no matter how dark it gets, no matter how stuck you are, no matter how disappointed you might feel, you can say, God, I'm, I can't see right now what your plan is through this, but if you can, act, I, I know that the Bible says that all things are working out for the good of God, of those who love Him. And I did my part. I loved you. I came on Sunday and I loved you. Hallelujah. I did my part. But you know what? If you don't know about that hope, if you don't know about that anchor, if you don't know about, about this promise of, of God actually coming through for you and that and that and the knowing of like this is just a season this is just a, a dark time in my life and i'm going to be able to come out of this and somehow this is going to work out for my good and when i'm going to look back i'm going to thank god that things have changed i'm going to thank god that that person left me hallelujah come on come on yes you will Come on, just praise him right now. Praise Jesus. Oh God, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You thought it was bad for you. You thought it was the worst thing ever. You thought you thought it you thought your life was in shambles, but then when you look back and you're like, God, I saw what you were doing in my life. And now I'm so grateful that things are different. I'm so grateful I had to go through that trying time. Because now you've given me keys to open doors that no other person can unlock. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah, I guarantee you, Rial can minister to someone that I cannot minister to. I guarantee you, he can encourage someone the way I can't. I can't encourage that person. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Same with Isaac. Same. Same with everybody in this place. They they hold a specific key to unlock prison doors, and that's what Jesus. The first thing he he, he pretty much said when he started his ministry was. I came here to unlock prison doors. That means anything that is stopping people from being free in their life. It could be drugs. It could be alcohol. Man, I'm, this, this is the, come on, gospel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the gospel. Oh, man. I mean, if it wasn't for God, I don't know where I would be. Exactly. <laughs> the thing is, God is always with you. You didn't know he was close, right? <laughs> Good point. That's the thing, guys. And I want to encourage you. Don't get discouraged if you, like, make an effort to walk into the right door. You're right. 
this door, this chocolate cake felt good, right? I can go eat the chocolate cake or I can go over here and eat the carrot. Hallelujah, there's a cost. There is a cost. It doesn't feel as good to take the right door sometimes. But how many know that at the end of the day, the carrot's better? I like chocolate cake, but come on. But it's the same thing with God. He teaches you in his word which doors to go through. And that's why we study his word, because sometimes doors just, they appear, and then they disappear. And like, you didn't, you didn't even see what happened to you. You, you just, you didn't have time to, to actually walk through that door. Or you were, you were waiting for some kind of confirmation uh, from space that doesn't exist. Hallelujah. That's that's right. Now it says in the Bible that Satan comes in as an angel of light. As an angel of light. See when, when Eve ate the apple, it smelled good. Probably if it was an apple. I don't know what kind of substance was in that fruit. Something was in that fruit that when they ate the fruit, their eyes opened. And they, I don't know what substance was in there, but something happened and their brain opened up. And then they realized that they were naked. Hallelujah. But see, like, that's the craftiness is that things can look really nice on the outside, right? But inside, it can be rotten. Amen? You guys, you guys with me? Amen. And so when you're walking with God and you get the revelation of what rotten smells like, what rot, rotten looks like on the inside, because we don't, like... Obviously, the laws of the Bible are written on our hearts and like tablets, right? It says in the, in the Word. But here's what starts happening is, is you know, you got the little angel on one side and the little devil on the other side. And then you're just like, the angel speaking, and you're just like, it's okay. No. <laughs> just me, right? The angel's like, Danny boy, Danny boy, don't eat the chocolate cake. Look at look, look at your belly right now. You don't need more. And I'm just like, mm. get up. So what starts happening is that you're 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 silencing the voice of the Holy Spirit. You're you're cutting it out. You're cutting that channel. You're putting it. You're putting a uh, a roof. You're putting a blockage over the channel of God speaking to you, because His voice doesn't even resonate with you anymore, because you stuff it down. Man, I'm preaching good tonight. Your fart. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Right. So where does it start? It starts with humility. Being humble. When you're humble, 
you say, God, I just, I don't know. I don't know what to do. Do you know how better you feel after doing that? You don't have to know all the answers. But just saying I don't know feels good. Saying I don't know what to do, God. Having someone to commune with. Having someone to lay down your burdens. To lay down, uh, to lay down all the heaviness that, of life that tries to come on our backs. That tries to pull us down. That tries to pull us away. Hallelujah. We have someone. And it says that, 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 that he's light. His yoke is light. His burden is light. Hallelujah. I believe that there's an actual spiritual muscle that we can train to hear the voice of God and start and just like, and eventually what starts happening, and I, and I love this, guys, is that the more you're in tune with the Spirit, it's like, it's like your radio frequency is like, right tuned into the Holy Spirit because you're just locked in there and he's speaking to you constantly and then what starts happening is you're just walking really fast and you're just like opening doors going through all the right doors next thing you know man your life is completely transformed you guys believe that yeah yeah and no no I'm, I'm starting to feel it I'm feeling acceleration in my life Hallelujah. No, I'm not, I, I don't even doubt it anymore. I'm like, is this you, God? Is this not you, God? I'm like, I'm just going. I'm just going to worry about not sinning. I'm just going to go. Hallelujah. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to worry more about not sinning than missing your will for where I'm going. Or, like, like, I'm not going to sit there worry about, like, gosh, should I go here or there? Like... Well, if this is good and that's good, just pick one and go. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. But if you're gonna if you're gonna spend more, all of it, like like when if you're if you if you don't spend that same amount of time wondering if you should sin or not, then there's something wrong. Hallelujah. So that's what starts happening is when you start walking in the spirit. Eventually, it's like you just know. There's like a, there's like a mojo. Is that is that is that in the Bible? I don't know. It's biblical. Come under the protection, right? The protection of God. There's a momentum. There's a there's a frequency. There's there's a. It's like you start walking around with angels. I know that might sound crazy to some people. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, like. There's a lot of times that probably you should have been dead. Yeah. So many. And there's an angel that's just like, dee, dee, dee. come on over here. I, I remember one time I was like, I you know, when I was like really holy back then. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I was like, I was like in the car and I don't know why, like, I was kind of parked, like, but you know when you're parked and your car's kind of like that, like a little bit sideways? I just went like, like that, and like a truck just went like, like this close for me. Like, I, I guarantee, I don't even know who moved my hand. 
You guys with me? You guys like yeah. like like tell me there's more to this world than just what we see with our eyes. Yeah. There's microwaves we don't even see. There's spectrums of light we don't even understand. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. We don't see uh thank God we don't see spirits. I'd be scared. <laughs> God's like he's just like you're not going to see that frequency. I'm just going to turn that down a little bit because you're going to go crazy. No, but it's true. But what starts happening is, is when people start using drugs and things like that, it actually takes their frequency out of whack. And now they're starting to hear things that they're not even designed to start hearing. They hear voices. It's not in their... I, I, don't, I, like, I don't know if it's in just their own mind. I believe there's actual voices out there. I don't mean to scare you. It's kind of like when Adam and Eve took something that they weren't supposed to. It, it changed their frequency. It changed their... It tweaked something. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. Come on. That's why they call spirits, spirits. Alcohol. Spirits. <laughs> so let's go into Psalms 145. It says, I will extol you, my God and King, and bless your name forever and ever. What does it mean to extol? To extol is what we were doing here. You're giving him love you're lifting him you're giving him honor you're giving him praise you're giving him worship you're we're bringing him into his rightful place which is higher than us he's in a higher place than us i'm i will extol you this is david saying this my god and king bless your name forever and ever every day i will bless you man this is good and praise your name forever and ever man this guy likes to worship Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. And his greatness is unsearchable. One generation shall commend your works to another and shall declare your mighty acts. That's why God is actually, he's like accumulating miracles in your life so that you have something to share with someone else. Amen? Yeah, amen. Who here's got a few miracles? Well, just start thanking him for that, seriously. Thank you, God. Thank you. And 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 can you can we start believing for more miracles? Because what like miracles is something that you cannot generate with your your own wisdom and your own thoughts and your own capacity with your own strength. A miracle is something that is beyond what you can uh, create yourself. Sometimes in life we're put in a place where you need a miracle. Uh, man, just a couple months ago, I was in a place where I needed a miracle. It felt like the whole world was falling over me. Hallelujah. Court cases and, and judges and, and I'm, you know... I don't even know how this, this works. I don't even have a lawyer. But God, I need a miracle. Hallelujah. And then three weeks before the court case, there's a little miracle shift that happened. 
boom. Something I could not have made. God changed their heart. Hallelujah. It's easier to change your tire than it is to change your heart. Oh, yeah. Amen. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> that's one of the hardest things is to change your heart. But that's a miracle. That's, a, that's what God could do is bring that miracle of changing hearts. Come on. Hallelujah. I'm getting excited. This is good. That's what I'm saying. Seriously, like when you start like when you start walking in the doors that God has for you and you know which doors to go through because you've read your Bible and you know what's good, you know the difference between uh, good and evil and you start walking through the right doors. Hallelujah. You start seeing miracle after miracle. I'm 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 a testament of this. I'm living this right now. I'm seeing God blow my mind every day. Hallelujah. Because I've learned to trust Him. I've learned to walk in, in His glory, in His glory. It's fun. Man, life becomes, uh, it's like you don't, like you're wondering what's God going to do next? Like, how is God going to blow, right, Bora? I think Bora, come on. Yeah, get excited, sweetheart. <laughs> she understands it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. One, one, the glorious splendor of your majesty, and on your wondrous works, I will meditate. That's a, you see what I'm doing when I'm talking to you about this? Is I'm meditating, I'm thinking about good things. You know what meditating means? Just, you're, re, you're repeating. You're repeating the thoughts of God. Hallelujah. A biblical medica uh, meditating is actually thinking on a, one attribute of God and thinking of that over and over. Reading one scripture over and over in your head. You're meditating it. It's like it's like you're uh, ruminating it. You're 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 chewing on it. You concentrate on it. Yeah. They shall speak of the might of your awesome deeds, and I will declare your greatness. They shall pour for, forth the fame of your abundant goodness, and shall sing aloud of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious, merciful, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love. The Lord is good to all, and his mercy is over all that he has made. All your work shall give thanks for Oh Lord, and all your saints shall bless you. Okay, so if you go to verse 8, it says, The Lord is gracious and merciful. Slow? Slow to what? Anger. Slow to anger. And abounding in what kind of love? Oh. Steadfast. Who here wants to meet someone who's going to love you in a steadfast way? Not in a floppy way. Not in a flimsy way. Thank God it's not like that. <laughs> Sorry. I know we laugh, but... Steadfast. And God is steadfast. That's why when you meet a godly person, you want them to be steadfast, like God. And, 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 and God has created us in His image. He wants us to be like Him, in a sense. 
slow to anger. Okay? So anger is the opposite of thanksgiving. Can you be angry and thankful at the same time? <laughs> Try it. I think your head's going to explode. You got the smoke coming out of the ear. <laughs> <Right. laughs> the Bible says, let us enter his presence with thanksgiving. Let us make a joyful noise to him in song. So let's look at Psalm 16, verse 11. Okay, what was I talking about? I was talking about doors, right? Walking through the doors. Okay, Psalms chapter 16, verse 11. It says this, You make known to me the path of life. In your presence, so if you can actually start going into where his presence is, like and when you start going to church, like obviously God's presence is everywhere, but there's something about the church. There's a corporate presence. I don't know if that's the right wording. There, there's a corporate anointing. When you come together, we start worshiping Him. The Spirit of God comes in a special way. Hallelujah. In your presence, what is there? Fullness of joy. Hallelujah. At your right hand, at your right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. Who here like what's pleasures forevermore? It's okay, we're in church. Come on. Amen. Like God can, I'm telling you, He can blow your mind with pleasures forevermore. Come on, it's okay. Man, we like this whole world works on a reward system. Everything we do is for a reward. God's got the best reward for you, I'm telling you. Hallelujah. I don't got to start whipping myself. I don't have to. Jesus got whipped for me. Hallelujah. Man. Why am I saying you don't have to whip yourself? Because life's going to whip you. <laughs> you don't need more whip marks. Right? But we do it. God, it's so hard, God. <laughs> they don't like me, God. <laughs> so, so uh, he's slow to anger. Okay, so, so tonight I'm talking about how do how how to best deal with anger. How to best deal with anger. This is a word from the Lord. He told me to preach on this tonight. Hallelujah. So let's look at Proverbs chapter 14. So number one, how to best deal with anger. Number one, identify your feelings. Identify your feelings. Okay. Proverbs chapter 14, verse 29. Whoever is patient has great understanding but one who is quick-tempered displays folly yeah. proverbs uh, 4 uh, sorry 14 29 
Whoever is patient has great understanding. So what does that mean, great understanding? I'm understanding what's happening. You could say I'm angry, right? That is such an umbrella word. Come on. There's an iceberg that you can call anger that's popping out of the water. And underneath there's a whole lot of junk that you haven't identified yet. Hallelujah, I feel the glory. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 7. The beginning of wisdom is, get this, is this. Get wisdom. Though it costs all that you have, get what? Understanding. I'm going to understand why I'm feeling angry. Hallelujah. I'm not just going to feel angry. I'm going to understand why. Have you ever just walked around and you're like, I feel just annoyed right now. I'm frustrated. I don't know why. The iceberg is starting to pop out his little head. Amen? <laughs> so what, what could it be? What could it actually be? If it costs you everything, get understanding. That means I'm going to get to the bottom of this issue. If it's going to cost me anything, I'm getting to the bottom of this. What is the root cause of this issue that I'm facing? I'm not going to walk around like this anymore with blindfolded. I'm not going to, because sometimes what we do is we, we, we try not to even look down there. It's scary down there. Hallelujah. I'm just going to have another shot. <laughs> I'm, being, I'm trying to mess with you guys. I, this is just for my key, right? I got a key. I, I've overcome alcoholism. Yeah. Come on. Amen. Come on. Give me a hand for that. <laughs> yeah. Give Jesus a hand. So, so what could it actually be? What is that anger? What could it be? You could actually be embarrassed. You could be scared. You could. It could be grief. You could be overwhelmed. It could be shame. It could be regret. It could be rejection. It could be disappointment. It could be hurt. It could be being uncomfortable. It could be being envious. It could be depressed, depression. You're annoyed. Hallelujah. Well, you're just saying, I'm angry. With all that you have, if it costs you everything, get understanding. If you read the Bible, you will get understanding of what is actually going on. God, which doors do I need to close? Which doors am I walking through that are causing me to be angry? Hallelujah. Oh, this is pretty good. Hallelujah. Okay, number two. How to deal with anger. <laughs> I don't know. That's what that's what God gave me. So I'm gonna preach it. Preach it like it is. Physical. So your actual body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Can I hear Amen? Amen. amen. 
Timothy chapter eight, uh, 4, verse 8. It says this. For while bodily training is of some value. So what is he saying? There is value. Hallelujah. There is value in bodily training. If you have anger, I'm telling you, exercise will actually help you to get rid of some of that. Yeah, go for a walk. Go for a walk. I go skateboarding and I feel a lot better. Go for an angry walk. Spewing <laughs> fire. <laughs> it holds promise for the present life and also for life. So what he's saying is, is bodily training is good, but godliness has even more value. So, you know, the thing is, is, is like, like going exercising will help you lighten up, will actually help you feel good. But that feeling will actually go away after a little while. Godliness is a feeling that's not going to go away. There's going to be a heightened level of joy because in his presence there's what fullness of joy praise god just believing for miracles tonight number three so what number one identify your feelings number two physical activity and godliness number three get rid of spirits hallelujah get rid of spirits so, getting rid of spirits, number one, like I was saying, uh, any sin that ha that we have in our life, habitual sin, sin me means like something that the Bible is telling us, God is telling us not to do, something that's on our hearts, that is written on the tablets of our hearts, hallelujah, we already know what's not right. If you live a life of habitual sin, there's a door that's open. There's a channel that's open for spirits to come and torment you. Hallelujah. That's why when you look at a homeless person that has gone through so many bad doors, right? They have so many doors open. Anger. Uh, lust, like whatever, like there's it's just like all these doors are open, and what starts happening? They they start talking in the air. They start like acting crazy, and, and it's because there's doors open, that, and there's actual spirits that come and attack them. They're tormenting spirits. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So you can do physical activity all you want, but if you have doors that are open. Hallelujah. Amen. That that negative energy is trying to pull you in to get it to do what it wants you to do, which is to be angry, which is to be bitter, which is to fight. Hallelujah. We don't want that. So uh just stop sinning. <laughs> stop stop sinning. Then that will, that will close doors. That will close doors to the 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 the, uh, the underworld, if I may call it that. The lower parts of 
of things that might seem beautiful on the outside, but they're actually rotten on the inside. Anybody ever get deceived? It looked nice on the outside, but inside there's little wormies trying to chew at you. How do you go? Mark chapter 16, verse 17. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues, and they shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Hallelujah. There's a supernatural gift that God gives us. When you start work, when you start, that's the fun part, man. Christianity is not boring. Hallelujah. Man, it's it's more fun than boating. <laughs> man, when you start walking around and laying hands on the sick and seeing them recover, there's nothing weird about that. There's nothing freaky about it. I've see, I see people getting healed all the time. I'm not going to sit here and make up stories. Like I, I, and we don't make a show about it. Like I like to do those things in secret. Hallelujah. I lay hands on the sick in secret and they recover. I'm not making a show. I'm not taking an offering like, okay, here, miracle, everybody. It's not about that. Come on. Are you guys with me on this? Yeah. Yeah. That gives Christianity a bad name. And it makes it look fake, but it's not fake. Yeah. And there is some fake. But there's truth to it. Laura, have you? How many miracles have you seen? She's seen a lot. Did you not see a woman? Uh, she had a, a breast cancer. She had a big bump, and you laid hands on her, and it shrunk. Which look, look at that face? Would that face lie? She's not trying to get an offering. She's not. We're not trying to make this thing up. Like this is this is the real deal, guys. And I'm excited because we're, oh man, you know what happened in Surrey yesterday when we opened the door? Oh, Lord, have mercy on us. It's not funny, sweetheart. No. Okay, we get there. There's a, there's a, there's a guy laying down in the, in the planter right where we're like, we're like trying to celebrate. And we're like, we're at first time. We got the key. Like, whoa, this is beautiful. Like, let's worship. Next thing you know, the guy on the planter just died. He had an overdose right there while we were in there. I'm telling you guys, the world needs Jesus. Yes. Amen. I feel bad for that guy. That's someone's son. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Makes me want to cry. We're going to touch those lives, guys. Yeah. I'm telling you. We're going to see lives transformed. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Who's with me? Yeah. Yes. Come on. Oh, this, this is going to be fun. It's in it. Man, it's, it's like... And it's crazy because... Because what I, like, okay, I just got that computer, okay? And it's, like, before my old computer, I could not do any any video editing because it was like a clunker. 
it wasn't working and I was getting a little bit frustrated so I had to go on a lot of walks yeah. <laughs> and then I bought the Lamborghini Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then, and then I got, and then when I when I started because I can actually do video editing with with the Lamborghini, and when I walked down and I saw me holding this, um, and then someone came in the store and donated this camera, brand new, brand new camera. He just donated it, and I'm right in there, and I look at the camera, and I had the vision of it as I was walking down my stairs, exactly <laughs> holding this thing. I'm not kidding you. That's incredible. And then, and then, so, so, <laughs> so now, what are we gonna do? I'm starting to film everything. It's not filming, by the way. So don't get weird. But, but you know what? I had a season of hiddenness, where I was hiding everything, and it's good to have those seasons. Amen. Amen. Like I don't even. This is not on Facebook. I don't want it on Facebook. It's just for our people. Not trying to, we're not trying to show off here, but now we're like we're filming this whole journey of opening up this new location in Surrey, and I actually got the picture of the ambulances coming when the guy just died, and we're showing the world like what God's going to transform that place. There's like rats nest, and the, the whole place is like disgusting, yeah. and we're we're filming we're filming the whole process of us transforming this place. Hallelujah. And 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 we're, well, I'm going to start doing little videos, and the world's going to see, hallelujah, what, what it's like to live uh, uh, the excitement of living a godly life. Yeah. Hallelujah. That you can have fun just living for God. And so it was a sign to me that I'm supposed to actually, like, start doing this. Come on. Yeah. 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 Man, I'm telling you, it's going to be fun. And the Lamborghini, I don't have to go on walks anymore. Hallelujah. I don't have to identify my feelings. I'm just like, God, is this, I think this is like, I think I'm annoyed right now. <laughs> conquer, conquer status. I rebuke it. No more. Hallelujah. So get rid of the spirits. Okay? Here's what starts happening. When a bad feeling comes, okay, it's a seed. And that seed wants to go inside of your heart and take root. Hallelujah. It's like weeds. It's like weeds. And if you let it in there too long, I hate that person. <laughs> it's making roots. And the, 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 the idea is to just ping pong that thing away. Like, <laughs> come on. You went, you went taking a root in my heart. This, this bitter root is not going to take root. Hallelujah. I'm going to cut it right now. I'm going to put the axe to it. So, if you're entertaining, right, number four, don't entertain the bitter root. Don't entertain the seed that wants to take offense. Hallelujah. But you know what? Sometimes there is an actual offense. Who here knows what I'm talking about? You tried to pray it away. You tried to, you know, sometimes someone did something against you. Hmm? Which leads me to number five. 
I'm the best. If you try to if you try to push it away, and it's still there, that means there's something that needs to be dealt with. It's not just it's not really a, it's not just a spiritual thing anymore. It's a real life like not that spirituality is not real. I'm saying there's a real life issue that actually needs to be dealt with. It can't just be flinged away. It can't just be walked away. You can't just exercise it away. You can't drink it away. Hallelujah. It's there and 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 really how how to deal with it is to find out the truth about that root. Stop wondering and making up scenarios in your head, making little movies of what it's about, and actually get to the bottom of it. I'm preaching to myself tonight. Get to the bottom of the offense. Are you, I like, like, excuse me, like, you did this, like, did you really do this? Like, why did you do that? Like, like, what are you thinking? Like, hallelujah. The moment you actually understand what's happening, like, 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 do you love me or no? Like, just tell me, like, it's, I, just tell me, I, I need to get to, if I don't get to the bottom of this right now, You're getting in. You're getting in the way of my worship. Hallelujah. This thing is getting in the way of my praise and worship because I can't concentrate right now, and I'm going to get in the to the bottom of this. Hallelujah. And number five, how to deal with anger is God's presence. That's that's the best thing. Okay? Because you know what? In God's presence, he helps you to identify the truth about it. He can tell you what the truth is about a certain situation. You don't even need to go talk to the person. He, he he'll just be like, "You know what? It's this." And then you're like, "Ah." Next thing you know that root's gone. When you're worshiping him, you don't even have to like push away spirits, and you know how you're. It's already gone. Like you're, you're worshiping, and the presence of God is like the strongest thing. Yeah, I adjust to that. I see that like happening all the time. And so, uh, if you want to put the physical in there, physical activity, just come to church, get up, do something, lift your hands, dance. And I've, I've, I've came back from a worship night and my calves were like killing me. Come on. It's just two birds with one stone. Seriously, it's good. Amen. Hallelujah. So let's, uh, why don't we just stand up tonight?